Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, the Association of Common Sense Masculinity is proud to present the exciting, the thought-provoking Can-Am Soup, an entertaining, genuine, and often meandering conversation between two friends. And now, the stars of our show, Jeremy Gertz and Todd Fuss. Hey, Todd. How are you doing, buddy? Pretty good, Jeremy. How much so? Good. Good, good. Hey, right off the bat, I got to ask you. So, you know, we can type in when we log into this podcasting app, we type our name. And uh, I've got Freedom Fighter on mine, but you've got Poor Guy as your name. And that kind of makes me wonder. Do you buy a truck? I ordered one, but it's just the first part of the order. And no money has changed hands and I can cancel any time or make any kind of changes I want. No, poor guys, because my accountant did our taxes yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you don't get all kinds of money coming back from that government? What? No, I'm, <laughs> Big old fat tax return? I'm honest, so no. <laughs> yeah. um, and we, because we live in Tennessee, we only pay federal tax, income tax, and um, it's very difficult with the... Um, military retirement to change withholdings. Oh, okay. Like to add additional withholdings. Yeah, yeah. Um, or like, hey, I want you to take out an additional 6%, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very difficult, if not impossible to do. Um, so we owe like nine grand this year. Ugh. Dirty rotters, hey? Nine grand. And, uh, I had a long conversation. My brother's my accountant, and he is a real accountant. He's also a Baptist <laughs> pastor, but uh, um, I, I mean, he's also certified with the IRS. So, um, yeah, he's got, and he's got some additional search that you know your normal go down to the strip mall guy is not going to have at all. Mm. And one thing I can tell you, it, it, our listeners, don't go to those people. H and R Block. Or anybody else. Um, yeah. Don't go to those people. H&R Block is just the Gambino crime family doing taxes. <laughs> um, and I'm not joking. Huh. Are they actually the Gambino crime family? No. Are they worse in some ways? Well, they don't murder people, but, you know, they do rob you blind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one, they, call, they charge too much to do simple taxes. That's number one. And then they upsell you on everything. Um are you aware, people, that you don't have to buy that stupid audit insurance at all? I've never heard of that. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Anyway, I mean, I've you get somebody that's, uh, oh, you know, they're doing simple taxes. They're either paying a tiny bit or they're getting back a tiny bit. Say, you know, 500 bucks you're going to get back. And, oh, I'm going to... You need some audit insurance on that, so I'm going to take half of that. Mm. You know, really? That's crazy. I never heard of that. Yeah, it's. Mm. And my brother just refused to work. He was when he was in between churches, and uh, went back to accounting full time. You know, you need a job because you got to put food on the table. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I'm just not going to work for them. They suck. Huh. That's but, interesting. Interesting. Anyway, um, so 
even though he's uh, got his new church, he has a core group of tax clients that he picked up those couple of years, and he didn't want to just dump people. And it's extra extra cash. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. the church knows about it. Um, now, since they don't have uh, internet at the house, the church lets him use his office at the church to do, you know, internet taxes, not yeah. bringing in clients into the church, but, yeah. you know, after hours, yeah, sure, you know, we're paying for the internet anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's cool. But, whatever. Um, <clears throat> but, now you know who's paying for all this free crap, people. <laughs> I know, right? Is she, she on the street? I'm going to take it out by slapping you. I mean, yeah. that's just the way it is. <laughs> officer, semi- he hit me, and I'm going to explain it, and the officer's going to hit you back. You it's, a, it's semi-friendly. It's a sem- semi-friendly slap. I'm not really trying to hurt hurt you bad, but I'm just trying to wake you up for one second and let you know what's I'm going just on. I'm taking my two pounds of flesh. You know? That's right. Yeah. I, I now know, as of today, it's impossible to save anything in this world. Uh, we're not going to get back, you know, ooh, the America I grew up in, you know, none of that's coming back. People are too effing stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, I have proof, uh, <laughs> 100% irrefutable proof that people are beyond saving, nor do they deserve it. <laughs> yeah. There's a news story, right? You know those here in America, I'm not sure it, um, Canada has, I'm sure you do, because like, England has it, so it can't be just America. But um, your local news stations can help you with, like, consumer affairs stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm going to write into, you know, whatever. Well, here in Tennessee, down by Knoxville, they have grocery stores and other retail stores, but grocery stores in general that are giving out masks. If you need a mask to come in and shop, we're going to have a little kiosk where you go buy and pick up a mask. Do you sell them or give them? Hold on. <clears throat> okay. Well, there's a little basket, right? It's a little round thing where the mask are. Well, there's one under it as well because they're just using like an old banana holder, right? Yeah. Or something. Well, the mask and the basket at the bottom look like they've been used because they're <laughs> face formed, right? They're not flat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and some... Nimrod wrote to the help me local news people to say, is it sanitary to use those masks right there? <laughs> we are beyond help. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We better put a team on it and figure it out for you. <laughs> quick, get the cameras in here. Let's start an investigation. Get a notepad real quick. We got to figure this out. And not a, a not an official statement from the grocery store, uh, but just somebody who probably no longer works there, you know, because today's world is today's world. Yeah. Uh, do they look used? Yeah. Look used to me. Yeah. I wouldn't put one on. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, that's a special, hey? Hey, and anybody who thinks that they might want to put one on, Maybe they deserve it. Yeah. I saw this, uh, there's this school, it's in the States, and uh, they started this thing where they take all, all the parents are saving their kids used 
face masks, uh, putting them into an envelope, and then mailing them to their local representative's office. Because, <laughs> you know, it's it's incredible, the abuse. That's, oh, I've got a YouTube video I should send you, um, if it's still on YouTube. Actually, I... I screenshotted the whole thing so I have it on my local records because I'm pretty sure YouTube won't allow it. But, um, oh, it's insane, man. It's a military report, and there are some top guys in the military. And then also, oh, which senator was it? A couple got one senator who's kind of chairing this meeting and stuff, <clears throat> and they're putting all this stuff on record and submitting it uh, about, like, the vaccine and, and the dangers of the vaccine itself. Um and especially like in kids, it's it's unbelievable, man. It's crazy. But well, my favorite thing going around right now is I really hope these new 3M N95 masks work as good as the 3M earplugs did during the Gulf War. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anybody crazy. not familiar with that? Just Google it. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that. Uh, yeah, the all of the earplugs the military bought during the global war on terrorism here in America all the way to from like 2001 to like 2015 or something were defective really every one of there was oh, a certain wow. color of them and that color was defective wow um, yeah so there are a lot of uh hearing impaired or totally deaf veterans that you know got to sue 3M Oh wow! I was affected by it, but I was already hearing impaired by then. So. Mm. That's they, crazy. Yeah, they didn't let me participate. Hmm. Yeah. No, that's a crazy world. Do you, hey, I got a question. Is there much talk down there about the all the stuff going on in Canada right now? Or does the media just not say anything about it? It depends on uh, what media coverage that we get. And I don't look at them all, obviously, but <clears> it's just, hey, this happened today, next story. You know, no, okay. And just rush through it and move on. Uh, I'm surprised the most news I've seen on it is on YouTube. I know. YouTube is some, it's somehow it seems like they're letting people say what they want. No, they're not. But um, I think that it's such a, Because Justine and the other side are still trying to use it in their narrative, saying yeah. that all of these truckers and folks are fringe and they're terrorists. Yeah. So yeah. I think that's the only reason they're allowing it. Yeah. And <clears throat> the more video they have of it, the more video they can give to whomever to do facial rec and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's... Um, <clears throat> Like they say, there's there's like seventy thousand trucks that went to Ottawa, and it's funny because I was watching. There's this YouTube channel called Awaken with JP. I think he's down in Texas. Um, kind of like comedy and makes fun of everything. It's political comedy, and um, he was saying this uh, convoy is seventy kilometers long. I was like, no, dude, <laughs> maybe it's like seventeen hundred kilometers long. I think that might be the the, the number you're looking for. Um, and then I guess, <clears throat> I don't know where he got this, but apparently it blew like the world record for the longest convoy by 10, over 10 times, which I'd believe. But, um, 
Yeah, man. Incredible. They, they say when it entered Ontario, we talked about this last week, mentioned it, that the tail end of it still hadn't entered Manitoba. And then now there's all these rallies. Um, what they did, is, you know all about, you know, the Coots Sweetgrass border, Montana, Alberta. Yeah. So these truckers went, and I don't know why. This is kind of a dumb thing, but they just blocked the border off. And American truckers came up and <laughs> blocked entering Canada that way too. And it's it seems like a silly move, right? It's like, what what good does that do? Like, Anyway, so I they blocked it off, and it was over 100 kilometers of vehicles blocking. Police went out a little further up the highway, put a barricade in. And it's funny because I'm on these, like on these telegram things where people, there's no censorship, right? And, uh, and I recognize these places and anyways, you know, they'll go and, uh, the, the police made this barricade so that people couldn't go join this blockade and a bunch of farmers just went and took their front end loaders and lifted up all these blockades and just moved them. And then a whole bunch of people in their trucks circled the police and they barricaded the police in and this the, the media won't show this at all but uh like it is incredible and you know it's funny is that they got these there's pictures uh i forget which news media it was but it shows uh, a protest happening and they're like smashing windows and stuff but it's like you look at it and there's green plants in the planters and there's no snow on the ground it's like dude you realize when, when this thing's going down, it's like minus 30 degrees Celsius in Ottawa, right? You you can't, just like when they showed uh, the hospital, which, did you hear about which news network it was? Somewhere in Georgia or Minnesota. They showed a lineup going into a hospital and like the, and it was green grass and people are in shorts. And it's like, it's November. In, I think it's Minnesota. They said, oh, our hospitals are just backed up. And it was C- I think CNN ran it, one of the major news networks. And they're like, just look at this in Minnesota and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, uh, they're wearing shorts right now. Like, come on, it's unreal. And so they've done that again with these peaceful protests in Ottawa. They, they showed these people smashing. I'm sure it's footage from BLM because that was not a peaceful protest. Um, Yeah, it's funny. It's cool. We went to a, a freedom rally as a support for the truckers. And not one single local news agency said a thing about it. And it was the largest protest in Albertan history. And there's well over 10,000 people there. Um, it was incredible. Like I've seen uh, some, they put some drone footage up. You see these drones flying. And so they let you know where you can find the footage and they make these videos about it that obviously aren't allowed to be on YouTube. But man, and you know it's cool. The police are all there. There's probably like two to three hundred police officers there, and they shut down all the intersections for us. Um, and they're like they have this rally, they have a speech. They said, "Listen, this is a peaceful protest. There's no hate." And I think the good thing that the, this trucker convoy and everything in Ottawa is that they're saying that we are going to be peaceful about this. This is nonviolent. This is non-aggressive. Um, you know, like one thing. So the the truckers in Canada. They, um, Justin Trudeau promised the natives of Ontario that he'd get clean drinking water on their reservations, and he hasn't done that yet, right? That was one of his, the first time he ran for office. That was his promise, never did it. So the truckers are all waiting around, and they're going around shoveling sidewalks. They're doing this. They're trying to think of things they can do. And they said, hey, listen, why don't we do what this little clown donkey can't do? 
or what he never did. Let's see if we can raise money for clean water. In six hours, so they, they put some posts on social media. In six hours, they raised a quarter of a million dollars to go towards a water treatment facility for an Indian reservation. You know? And it's like the, the media will not show you that. It's insane. It is crazy what's happening here, man. This is uh, unlike anything I've ever witnessed firsthand. I mean, you've seen some crazy stuff, right? Oh, yeah. Now, <clears throat> Canadian and British truckers mm-hmm. are about some get-some-shit-done people. Yeah, yeah. I am impressed, always been impressed, um, and French, too, but basically truckers, All except truckers. in America. Um, really? Apparently, they can't do anything. But, um, <laughs> you know, you pass a crazy law where it affects truckers. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's 37 countries now that have a convoy going to their capital. It's insane. Like Australia, United States has one. Uh, I haven't heard much about the the one going to the States, going to Washington. But uh, the one good thing with the, so these guys that were at the, the Coots Sweetgrass border, they, I don't know, there's, there's some stories, it's kind of hard to tell exactly what's happening, but apparently they're relocating and they're going to go to the capital, Edmonton, to the provincial capital, which is what they should do. Um, but you know what's interesting? So Canada's like fully locked down, like retarded, our government has us under their thumb just so that we feel safe and all the retards feel happy. Um, Saskatchewan, uh, their premier, fully vaxxed, got COVID again, and he said, you know what, it has become very clear to me that these vaccines don't necessarily prevent you from getting or spreading COVID and mandates and vaccine passports really aren't solving any problems. And they're just releasing all, all their stuff, right? Their vax program and uh, Porky Puff, Jason Kenny said he made an announcement that hopefully by as soon, early as the end of March, he could um, start easing restrictions, start giving back freedoms that he stole with no right to do so. And uh, after all these protests that we're having, and like, man, people are just, it's insane. Um, every town all over, like today at noon, there's a thing, uh, we're going to go see if it happens, but all the kids in school are walking out at noon today <laughs> in support of their freedom. And they're just going to walk out of school and they're going to walk up and down the streets and not go back to school <laughs> until the mask mandate is lifted. Like literally people are just like, nope, we're done. Like I don't wear a mask anywhere. Anywhere. And, uh, but it's illegal. Like, te- well, technically, not, not really. Uh, democratically, no. If they followed the proper protest, but they just, they take tyrannical measures and they say, hey, we're not going to vote on this. We're just going to make rules. And that's exactly where Alberta's at right now. So it's fun. Yeah. It's fun to fight for freedom. Yeah. I, <clears throat> I'll go ahead and call it. Don't, I won't, I, I blah, blah, blah. We're either on the on the cusp of just opening everything back up and everything will be what it will be, or we're on the cusp of martial law. Yes, I agree. Because with you. here's why I say it. Is even the um the mainstream media that's in lockstep with the government on keeping everybody down during this is now having to say and report from other sources in the government, the lockdown didn't do a a bit of good either way, so it yeah. was useless. 
Yeah. That's one. And now we have folks like, um, you know what? Good for him. I'm back on the, I'm back on board the AVE train because he did a freedom of information act request from the Canadian government, got it. And then posted it during a, a video just the other day, short video, mm-hmm. uh, about hospital. I want to know how many people were in Canadian hospitals during these years and including ICU, and they broke them down into two columns, regular hospital, ICU. And it went from, I don't know, 15 or 16, but, it, you know, 15, 16, 17, you know. Mm-hmm. No spike at all. Yeah. In fact, it looked to me, I'm not going to swear to it, but it looked to me like the ICU cases were lower in 2020. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were for but sure. Anyway, anyway. So things like that are now starting to come out. Yeah. The video you were talking about with, uh, you know, Minnesota in shorts. Uh, now, there's some crazy-ass people in Minnesota that wear shorts in the winter, <laughs> yeah. but they would have on their Vikings jackets. Yeah, yeah. Right? So you can tell just from their upper body, whether it's winter or summer Yeah. in Minnesota. I know <clears throat> I got some really good uh, friends in Minnesota, but uh, – uh, you know, so things like this are starting to happen, and it has been happening. But now, you know, the media, some of these media outlets are starting to report it. Uh, because of some, and <clears throat> they've been hesitant to say correlation or causation until I think yesterday, and now they're saying causation. Mark Zuckerberg has lost several billion dollars uh, because of what Facebook's been doing, and people yeah. are just jumping ship, huh. right? So the more people to jump ship, the less people there are to view and respond to advertising on Facebook, so he loses money. So people are leaving, like not using Facebook? Um, people have left Facebook in record numbers. Really? Record numbers. In Good. fact... I have very few people on Facebook. You know, I I have to know you, yeah. right? Yeah. Or know somebody who knows you and have met you, right? Yeah. Uh, to be on Facebook with you. And I, they probably still have accounts, but I can go through my Facebook of, you know, 250 people, and I bet you there are 25 active. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy, yeah. So... And then uh, a bunch of the YouTube people I watch are no longer on Facebook. And they tell you, you know, two, three years ago, I'm not on Facebook. Here's why. And hell, even Jim Bollinger did a video on how to get off of Facebook. The, Fully. The, so that you're completely <laughs> yeah, off it, right? because it's not easy. <laughs> oh, what? No, it isn't. It's like yeah. a 50-step process. But, <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. Go, go in and delete your account. Go ahead. Yeah. There you. Yeah, that's right. Uh, without doing all those other steps. Yeah. Uh, and one of them doesn't work, by the way, because I have tried to go back and pick a date and delete everything prior to that. Mm. Doesn't work. Mm. It says it does, but it doesn't. That's interesting. And because here's why I say that. I deleted everything before a certain date. 
I can't go back and scroll through my uh, page, right, and find it. But every day I get a memory. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> from back then. And I'm like, but. How, how's but that still I in your database? But, you know. Yeah. Because even their own instructions, if you hit delete, it's going to be like you never had an account back then. Yeah. Okay, click. And now I get memories from back then. So <laughs> did I have an account back then or did I not? Weird. Did you have records of it or do you not? Yeah. Uh, you got to join the metaverse soon. <laughs> it's like the ATF built Facebook for Facebook. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, we're not going to create records. It's funny is that Facebook lets you ma- – so I have always been a strongly against Facebook. I have – I think everything that I put on my simple life just cross-posts to Facebook, but I don't engage on Facebook. Don't answer comments, nothing. And Oh, don't I know it. <laughs> Why is that? Oh, I, I suspected that's exactly what you did. Yeah. So I may have left some, you know, comments that <laughs> – had you looked at them, you would respond to them. Oh, you know, funny. funny ones, not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not anything bad, but. Oh, I, I haven't looked at Simple Little Life on Facebook. I, I sent Jason Kenny two messages. <laughs> I called him Porky Puff. Because <laughs> I'm like, what else do you do on Facebook? That's about the only thing you can do. You know, but, I, um, you know early on, I mean, like, <clears throat> you know, 15 years ago, Facebook was all right. You know, yeah. you could. Yeah. You could reconnect and stay connected with friends that you were new from back in the day. You didn't really want to give them your cell number. Yeah. Or whatever, you know. Or even family members that don't live close. It's like, oh, I'm going to yeah. put pictures of my kids up. The kid did this craft and then every, you know, and it was, and it was, <clears throat> excuse me, my throat. It was a closer knit thing, right? It's kind of like, you know, that person in real life. And then I remember, Probably 2005, I saw this video. It was a cartoon animation, and this British guy's like, oh, I've discovered Facebook. It's a video game where the objective is to collect as many friends as you can. And he's like, some of these girls are rather good-looking. I'm going to make friends with them on Facebook. And is is that's when things were changing for Facebook. And it's like, oh, and then, you know, he starts recommending weird stuff, and they start suggesting friends. And it's like, what? But no, no, don't suggest friends. Like, like Facebook has always been that if you think you know somebody, you can go type in their name and be like, oh, yes, this is the person. And then, you know, be friends with them. Ask to a friend would request them. And um, and then all of a sudden you start getting weird people you've never met sending you friend requests. And it's like, what is this? Uh, what ticks me off now is that so Instagram was great. And then unfortunately, Facebook and their greed had to buy Instagram and they've modeled it up quite a bit. And now they allow messaging from Facebook to Instagram. And so I'll get these requests. And I went through, we were waiting for the kids at youth group the other night. And I'm like, I'm just going to go clean up all my inbox. I had like 20 message requests on Instagram. And three of them were from Facebook. And I'm like, dude, no. And so I just blocked that person, just delete the conversation. It's like, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you're not going to come to the platform where I'm going on, and I know it's, it's one of these things. It is Facebook too. They own it. However, it is different. And I think it's still operated very differently than Facebook is. Um, but it's like, you know what? If you're not going to come message me where I'm at, I'm not going to respond to you. And so I just, anytime I see it, this is from Facebook. Do you want to set up connect between them? I'm like, nope, I don't. I, I don't message people on Facebook. I don't respond to anything on Facebook. 
Facebook is for, oh, I hate Facebook. And you know, as bad as Facebook is, and as many people don't like it for whatever reason, and I've heard some reasons, and I'm like, what? I mean, there are a lot of reasons to hate Facebook, but that, that ain't one of them. I don't know what, you know, who you're listening to, but anyway. Um, Instagram is as polarizing a platform as I have ever seen. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. And I was, I liked Instagram at first, right? Mm-hmm. But I don't anymore. I was on Instagram when it was a beta, like 2004, 2003, one. I forget, like a beta user. And all you could do was edit photos. And that's when I had my account, and it was great. And uh, but yeah, now it's it's weird. Do you see those stories I put up about uh, on Simple Life? So my, I think my last Instagram post on my Simple Life page might have been from November, December. <laughs> like I really don't care about it. And then Instagram always tries to encourage me to, to post more content to engage people. I'm like, I don't give a shit, man. Like, piss off. You're just trying to sell advertising dollars on content I'm I'm creating. And that's like, all. And <laughs> how do people make money on Instagram? Because I know Instagram doesn't pay you. Does, so oh, No, sponsorships only. Yeah. So if you be so an influencer. They get a <clears throat> butt ton of money in advertising. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, a butt ton. And uh, uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. And how do you make money? Because you don't get anything. Yeah. There, but for your content, no one would go there. So, you know. I know. It's, heck? it's incredible. Like, the system that they've come up with is, like, literally printing money, except you don't actually print the money. You just stick your hand out. Somebody else prints the money and then gives it to you. That's and what they're for doing. Americans, it's another platform just like YouTube that is using both sides of of a law which is illegal. You know, if you censor content, you can't not pay them. Yeah. And they don't. Yeah. And they do censor. Oh my god, does Oh yeah. And then at least most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time, YouTube will tell you if they censor you. Mm-hmm. Most sometimes, maybe they don't. Sometimes, but um, Instagram, they'll delete a post and you never even know it. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, and le- you'll know it because it's not there. But yeah, I've had. I ain't gonna I, tell you. No. Did you see the things I put up? My stories. Yeah. Uh, I lost fifty-eight followers. <laughs> <laughs> 58 followers that day. And I'm like, good. I had this one guy, he's he's like, lost a lot of respect for you. He's like, I'm living in Ottawa right now, and this is the worst thing I've ever lived through. And uh, as, as I was like, so. And the one person sa- sent me a message. Like, I they'd asked some knife questions, and I had responded to them. And uh, he just said, one said, unfollow. And <laughs> so I replied back. I said, Based on the fact that I don't follow you, do you think I really care if you unfollow me? You know, and, it's, and he's like, and he's like, you're probably just too coward to get your shot. And it's like, no, no, oh, and it's like, piss off, dude. Just drink the Kool Aid. Uh, do know, what do what government tells you to do, and go away from me. I'm glad that you you spoke up. <clears throat> I wanted to block somebody today. Block them. <laughs> do it. Block. <laughs> do it. That's what I do. I probably block 10 people a day on my various platforms, mostly on YouTube. But uh, 
yeah, people on Instagram that say anything. How dare you say this? You're not Canadian if you believe, if you support the truckers. It's like, dude, it's a peaceful process. And here's the thing: the government has no right to do what they're doing. None. They violated the Charter of Rights and Freedoms in so on so many different measures, so many levels. I can't fly right now. I can't go to a restaurant now because according to my government, I have to have a vaccine that is ineffective, 100% ineffective in preventing COVID-19. And that is an undisputable fact. Fact of the matter, it does not prevent you getting it. It does not prevent the spread. It does nothing for this pandemic that was never planned pandemic in the first place. Like the, the beauty about it, and, and this is the thing, is that truth always wins. And truth <laughs> is reality. No, it does. It, it, it's a fight forever, but at the end of days, truth will always win. And they can repress it. I mean, there was a whole Nazi regime that went on for a long time, but the truth finally won out, and the Americans had to go in there and kick everyone's ass, right? But we, we don't live in a time where you can have, you, like, like when this whole thing started, right at the very beginning, I've always been 100% in disbelief that there is a pandemic. And like I told Steph, I said, you know what the good thing is? You can't control people with fear forever. It does work because people are stupid and people are cowardly. But everybody hears like we have friends like my wife's hairdresser and, and fully vaccinated, boosted. And they're like, this has got to stop. This is absolutely ridiculous. They're, everyone is getting frustrated. Everyone is getting pissed off. And it's not it's not even a question anymore of whether you're vaccinated or not. It's like, go away, government. Stop controlling us like cattle. Everybody on either side of this whole idea. And so you go to these protests and I was like, I wanted to make a, a t-shirt that says unmasked, unvaxxed, unafraid. But I'm like, ah, I'm not going to do that because there's fully vaccinated people in this protest with me. This isn't what we're fighting. We're fighting for just freedom, right? If you want to get the vaccine, get it. I encourage you to do it. If you don't want to, don't do it. I encourage you not to. Like, who gives yeah, a shit? It's, it's not about, it's not about. COVID. It's not about the mask. It's not about the poke. It is about the government's intrusion into mm -hmm. freedom. Exactly. And I think you should everybody... not be told to wear a mask or to get a vax. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Uh, and nothing, nothing concerning it. Yep. Because everything they've said that. is wrong on both sides of the argument you know it's way more complicated let me qualify that not serious right it's not as serious yeah. as anybody says it is yeah but the actual underlying thing is very complicated and we haven't had enough time to figure it out yeah period so it's all, it, you know, it's just about the government ain't got the right to tell you to go do something or not do something. Yeah. Unless, unless they can show with transparency that it's an actual emergency. Yeah. You know, life-threatening emergency. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, AVE said in his video, very short video, very one of his most poignant ever, um, if not the only poignant one, he said, there's an emergency order in place. 
there is no emergency, therefore you must rescind the order. Mm-hmm. And he talked and he showed the part of the Charter of Rights and Freedoms where it talks about this. And he showed the, you know, the Freedom of Information Act request from the Canadian government that shows no spike where they're saying there's been a spike. Yeah. Um so and I think it's stupid when I hear or see people, you know, saying, well, the government says the government never lies. What? That's all they do. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <clears throat> Are their mouth moving? Then they're lying. Exactly. You know, um, well, how do you know that? I don't know. I worked for them for 30 years. Mm, yeah. You know, I was part of several lies, you know. Huh. Now, not every lie is bad. It's like when you... Some parents, you know, right? Yeah. They quote-unquote lie to their kids because the absence of saying something is also considered a lie some, by some people, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, not every lie is bad, but, you know, to say your government didn't lie to you is one of the most um, most stupidest things ever. Yeah. Uh, like so, somehow they're just highly moral. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> Do you think they're the saints? <laughs> like, and, the, and I'll tell you the funniest thing is um, I saw a meme, uh, an old cartoon, right? Very old, uh, Family Circus, and the boy is standing right in the middle of a broken lamp on the floor. Yeah. But somebody had made this into a meme about the current situation, and mom is like, "Who broke this lamp? Not me. Well, you're the only one in here." I want you to tell me the truth. Who broke this lamp? COVID. <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. Right. And she, yeah. she walks off. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But on his shirt, it said <clears throat> the government. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. I know. It's incredible. Like, constantly. And they're caught in their lies all the time. Like, so Porky Puff, Jason Kenny, he's just as bad as Trudy. Like, just horrible piece of human garbage. Um he said, he came out and did this thing. He's not even in Alberta. He's somewhere in the States right now. He can't handle it. Just like Trudy. He's like, oh, I'm scared of these people protesting. I got to be safe. Anyways, he's like, we need to stop. The, the protesters are violent. The RCMP issued a statement and sent it to all the new j- ag- news, agency, uh, news agencies and said, there has not been any problems. We've not made a single arrest and we have not been felt threatened in any way, shape or form for the entire protest, including when the farmers lifted up the, the things, they told him, said, listen, we don't care what you guys do. We understand you're the police and you work for the government. This is against our government. It's not against you. We are fighting our government and you're the middleman. So we're not good. We're, we're going to do stuff, but just know that we don't have any hatred towards you. We're not going to be violent towards you, but we're moving your roadblock. And so the police just went, they went and moved all the, the actual physical barricades the farmers did. And once they did that, the police just moved their vehicles to the side of the road. And then the people <laughs> went and circled them. So they barricaded them in and say, we just want you to stay here for a while, which I think was maybe pushing it a bit. But, um, you know, the, it, I'm not sure which one it was, but I was watching for a little over an hour, a Canadian news station on YouTube that was live streaming, not just their on the scene thing, very little of that, but they were live streaming RCMP drone and helicopter footage that RCMP was providing to them yeah, uh, in real time, which I thought was, one, really great, and two, 
a little disconcerting, but anyway. Yeah. Um, and it was so funny because I saw there was a big left-hand turn or right-hand turn that all these trucks were making uh, somewhere in the convoy. Yeah. And out in the middle of nowhere, it looked like, but it's Canada, so. It's all nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, the cops on the side, on the sidelines in their little command post, all the bosses, right? And they were like, oh, stop these trucks. And the little guy, the cop that was directing the traffic, you know, he'd be looking at a cop holding up his hand saying, stop. And the minute the cop, his bosses weren't looking, he was like waving them through. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> it was hilarious. And they stayed on him for a long time. I'm like, yeah, he ain't got a job now. Yeah. Or he does. I, I don't know. But, yeah. Because um, the bosses could see what he was doing. Yeah. Everybody yeah. was just providing lip service to – uh, their bosses, but while, you know, not stopping it. And, yeah. uh, cause it was all peaceful. You know, the truckers were like sharing food and drink and all this other stuff. And, but when they started going up and down the line and whether it was a drone or a, uh, chopper, oh my Lord, the stuff you could see truckers doing in their trucks. <laughs> I'm like, is no one editing this? That's funny. Is there no intern? Well, no, it's probably an intern that was reviewing it. But, yeah. um, and given the nature of our podcast being as family friendly <clears throat> as we like to keep it, I won't, you know, go there. But yep. just think of all the stories you've heard about hey, what happens in a truck stop parking lot? Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. There were some enterprising young ladies making a buck. Um, <laughs> so they say they go fund me, they started this GoFundMe for these truckers, right? For fuel. And it was funny because the Toronto star and CBC both made a claim that it was halted. The GoFundMe was halted because people think that it was from, uh, like offshore invent, like Russia's trying to support this. <clears throat> truth of the matter is it was never halted. And this is all money coming from Canadians, right? Like, and they've raised enough money for the truckers that are there. And the, the, the intent has been the whole time. They're not just doing a convoy to Ottawa. They're going to do a convoy to Ottawa, park their trucks there. And they said, we will not move until this is a free country. There's no mask mandate. There's no vax mandate. That we won't, we'll not move before that. And this GoFundMe for the, the trucks that are in the city, because they blocked out, the police have blocked off the city. And so now the trucks are just surrounding the city. They're, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like trying to stop water with your hands. Like you can't stop a waterfall with just two hands, man. Um, but they've got enough money for these truckers to remain there, pay for their hotels, their fuel, their food. For all the truckers that are in the city right now, for they estimate it's going to be two to four years. That's how much money they have. Uh, millions and millions and millions of dollars. Literally. So they can put these guys up in hotels for two to four years and leave a truck parked there. That is incredible. That is, this is called. Understand <clears throat> the, here's what I want. Here's what I hope for people. If you're of the mind of these freedom fighters, but you're down on your luck, just go show up there. <laughs> That's right. You can and offer to help. You get yeah. free room and board for up to two years. You're doing a good thing. And you're not on the dole. That's Just right. saying. Yeah. And they're playing street hockey every day. You could be a professional street hockey player. I was that once. I got paid to. So much better than curling or pickleball, <laughs> yes. which aren't real sports. I don't care. 
<laughs> my parents built their own pickleball court. <laughs> they love pickleball. Well, I didn't know about it until six months ago. And oh, you're never even heard times. of pickleball. And now I've learned that there's professional pickleball league. <laughs> no, there aren't people. Stop it. That's funny. Um, it's like, um, <clears throat> I don't know. Where does a sport. Yeah. Where does, yeah. Where does sports end and just a game start dummy that should be in their mom's basement begin? Yeah. I, I and I'm just joking about pickleball, people. I understand that it's a uh, a very cardio-intensive game, or can be. I get it. Not joking about curling, though. Yeah. Um, no, curling is a game to me. It's not a sport. It's a game. Dude, there are professional Oh yeah. cornhole leagues. I'm like... <laughs> Huh? And and then again, really? that is a that is a game. That is not a sport. No, it's not. <clears throat> fun game. Sure, it's great. You're having a barbecue. You got a beer in your hand. Play some cornhole. Nothing wrong with that. But it's all fun <laughs> and games till you know cousin Larry has one too many, and you get hit in the face with a beanbag. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I don't know uh, why I said cousin Larry instead of cousin Todd, but ah, uh, Larry will take it out on him. You know what? I got paid one time. So when I used to work for Sandgel, and this was kind of a, it kind of lets you see why they didn't last and why as soon as oil went down below 100 bucks a barrel, they started freaking out. They had, uh, every year they put on this hockey tournament, floor hockey, and you have, all you have to do is sign up. And so I signed up. I'm like, yeah, I'd love to do this. And I'm like, okay, and we'll get you the information. So I signed up. And they said, okay, so it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday in Edmonton. I'm like, oh, never mind. I can't. I got to work. It's like, We'll know where you're going there. So no, no, I I gotta work. Well, you get paid to go there, and we pay for your hotel and we pay for your fuel. I'm like, you kidding me? And like, nope. I'm like, you could, yeah, you're joking. Nope. They put on a huge banquet. The one night they rent out this big, huge room in this hotel. They bring a caterer in, and it's like all this barbecue, and then they put up this casino games and stuff. So I got paid eight hours a day, three days in a row to play floor hockey in a tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I was a professional floor hockey player. It was so good. It was intense, man. So it's all, most of the guys playing are field guys, like the roughnecks, the rig pigs, right? And then I went with our group to represent our manufacturing facility, and half of the guys were like engineers in the office, so they were just weak as could be. It was intense, man. Like full on, as fast as you can run at a guy and body check him, doing that and then I was a target oh man I just went after everybody oh it was so much fun come back and the the legs were just black and blue and cut up like from being slashed and oh, it was it was the most intense I've oh just fantastic but yeah no now the truckers are doing that in Ottawa <clears throat> fun stuff fun stuff hey I had a, a little question for you I was thinking about this yesterday, so I was, I was doing some, um, are you okay if we completely change subjects? No, go ahead. Uh, so I was doing tile work yesterday, and I was cleaning out my little my little V-notch trowel for spraying the adhesive, and I was using this little, it's like a little drywall knife, little scraper, almost about two-inch wide blade, and I've had this thing probably for 10 or 15 years, and it is, I don't know, it's probably like an $8 tool, and I've sharpened it resharpen it. I use it as a gasket scraper. <clears throat> and I was thinking about it yesterday. It's like somehow this tool, because I've used it so much, it's become precious to me. 
even though like it's it's not a pressure. I've got way better tools. I've got way more expensive tools, but this one tool, it's always there. I always know where it is, and it's just like ah. I was just wondering, do you have a tool like that that's for some reason that you can't really explain? Like this is literally just a drywall knife that I've sharpened, but this it has some value to me. It's really odd. Do you have tools like that? Uh, I have two um, that meet that direct 100% definition. Then I have a couple that I used to have um, when I worked on airplanes. One was a cotter pin removal tool because they don't make them anymore I've like never this heard one. Of that. And it looks like a tiny little crowbar, but it's specific to cotter pins. Yeah, yeah. One of the best things in the world because. It's great on cotter pins, and it does what everybody gets frustrated that they can't do. It removes cotter pins, but it can do other stuff too because it looks like a little miniature crowbar. But and one, but the tool I have now still that I use is a hammer and a two-inch wide putty knife, just like mm. you're talking about. And it's so old and so used; the corners are rounded. Mm. And I always thought, oh no, you never let your Putty knife get rounded. Oh no, it's so great. Hmm. It's sharp, but it has rounded corners. I'm like, yeah. oh, it's so great because it doesn't yank the putty out of the hole. Anyway, huh? Well, that's so, cool. And the hammer I have is a uh, way way back when Tim Allen was actually doing Tool Time TV show. Mm-hmm. He started a charity for folks. And he still has it today, but. Um, at that time, he got with one of the huge tool manufacturers, mm-hmm. made in America. He designed and had a hammer made. They only sold X number of them, and I have one of them. It's the best mm-hmm. hammer I've ever had in my life. It's not a framing hammer or anything. It's your, your ordinary run-of-the-mill general-purpose hammer. Yeah, carpenter hammer, like a claw hammer. Yep, and mm-hmm. it's the best thing in the world. Mm-hmm. I, and then about... 15 years later, uh, the same company that made it for the charity decided they were going to put out a framing hammer size uh, hammer. It's about a 14-inch handle Mm -hmm. uh, in the same design. And Tim said, hey, you know, you're patent infringing, but I don't want to, you know, drag this by charity in the court to just throw it some money and we'll call it good. Hmm. But, uh, anyway, interesting. And every once in a while you'll see the hammer, the actual, the original Tim Allen hammer on eBay. And they're going for like stupid money. Hmm. But That's cool. Anyway. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting how certain things become, I think that might be a good word, precious. Like it sounds stupid and almost woo woo, but it's that's what I think of it. You know, like this. Oh, no, I get anxious. I start. Um, I have serious anxiety if my hammer isn't where my hammer's supposed to be or where I left it last time. Yeah. Where's my hammer? Oh my god, where's my? You know. Yeah. And if I have to use another hammer, I f- ser- seriously feel like I'm cheating on it. That's funny. Unless I'm doing framing and it knows it's there watching me, it knows I'm not touching it inappropriately. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. got a hammer, um, an S wing ball peen hammer. 
And I've uh, I wa- always want to. My uncle Rob used to work at McCormick, the spice mixing company. He had a side gig as a mill right there, and uh, he actually had a ball peen leather handled Estwing. And I've never. That's the only time I've seen a leather handled ball peen Estwing. And it was, I always loved it because he had his tool bag, and he worked at McCormick. He, they, they also did the uh, KFC spices there. He didn't. Yeah. He wasn't allowed to know them, but. Anyways, his tool bag smelled like a spice factory. <laughs> and I remember using his hammer and I'd use it and then I'd be doing other stuff. I'm like, Some, there's a smell. And the the smell was so impregnated into the leather that after I held it, my hand would smell like spices. And I loved yeah. it. I was like, oh, it smells like KFC spices. It was so cool. But He uh, loved his job, but he had to leave it because he had too much time on his hands. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, where's that? I don't have a drum. Do you got a... <laughs> I don't have one of those. Oh, that's oh, funny. <laughs> there we go. That's what we're looking for. That's what we're looking for. <laughs> that's exactly right. <clears throat> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, chapter two, dad jokes. <laughs> that's right, hey? Oh, I love dad jokes. They're oh, good. God. I have so many spiced dad jokes. It's not funny. Uh, seriously, not funny. That's that's hilarious. <laughs> I also have a lot of those other kind of jokes that we yeah. can't talk about anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah things are off limits nowadays, eh? <clears throat> but they're <Yeah>. only sm- <laughs> <laughs> they were they were only popular for a small while. <laughs> that's right. How dare you! <laughs> 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 Gotta love this society we live in, hey? No. Um, <laughs> uh, but, okay, cancel culture is, I think, that pendulum is almost as far as it's ever going to go. I hope so. And because we're seeing this uh, pushback on Joe Rogan and Spotify, yeah. but no one of any consequence is pushing back. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God! Um, so Neil Young you know, spoke out, right? Neil Young, <laughs> who? I know, right? I hope he remembers this. And then, <laughs> and, and then Spotify says, "Okay, we're not playing your music anymore." Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, you're gonna pull your music off? Yeah, okay, we'll help you. <laughs> yeah. But, and then this other artist I heard that, said, "I heard oh, that I'm they leaving. took it off." Who are you? you yeah. Know? Yeah. And I swear, it wasn't a joke. I had a bunch of people that I used to work with. They're younger than me, but they're all like, who is this chick that's going to leave Spotify? And I'm like, nah, she was somebody way back in the 60s. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You know, she hasn't been anybody in, she hasn't been anybody in the last hundred pounds. Yeah. You've seen her picture. <laughs> but, right. um, and then uh, somebody else just said they were going to leave. I've never heard of them. Hmm. And I'm, and I'm a used to be a music ophile, and I'm like I don't know who that is. Hmm. And then I looked him up. And I'm like, yeah, there's a reason. That's funny. Uh, but and now you have people like Dwayne the Rock Johnson that has come out and said, yeah, I, I I'm with Joe on this one because of you know freedom. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's just an alternative view of something. And Rogan even said, I'm not a news outlet. I'm just a guy having a conversation. I'm like, hey, you stole that. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> he, he said the whole time, he goes, I'm just an idiot. He goes, I don't know why people listen to me. I'm just an idiot who talks about his opinions. And he calls yeah. himself that all the time. And it's like, he's on, He's not trying to convince you. He's not trying to say, we've got news just then. We're the authority and this is a fact. He'll, he'll say stuff and then he argues with stuff. And it's like, wow, you literally just make people think about stuff. Wow. Interesting. Maybe we, like, that's, man, the world needs that more than anything. Critical thought. Look at more than one side just for a moment and honestly just say, hey, could there be something different going on? What could, why is this happening? It, 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 turn your damn TV off or watch it, but make sure you you counter that with something opposite and then turn them both off and think about it in your own brain for a moment. That's the problem. People don't ever think anymore. And if they do think, it becomes even more dangerous. But I don't think they think by themselves. They they think inside of this room in an echo chamber of where they think is things are going, right? Well, like, we got Brie Larson out there making fun of dead people. We'll be Goldberg making fun of the Holocaust and then only getting suspended for two weeks when uh, the same corporate entity fired Gina Carano for something far less worse, you know? Yeah. All she did was say that, you know, this whole thing going on isn't as bad as people think. You know, freedom, yay. Oh, yeah. you're fired. Yeah. Um, like, you probably don't. Have you heard of Don Cherry? Yeah. Famous Canadian hockey color commentator. The most famous. Like, he's a, a Canadian icon. And he was making a speech coming up to Remembrance Day. And he was getting mad. He goes, you guys need to put poppies on and show your respect and your support for our troops and our veterans. And he said, you people that aren't wearing poppies, you people are ungrateful. He got fired for saying you people. And that's yeah. all. And Justin Trudeau said, these people that are unvaccinated, why do we let them continue to live? He said that. He also said that anybody who believes that, that is uh, not vaccinated, if you are unvaccinated, you are a racist and a misogynist. Yeah, but it's like what the heck? I understand that he has a very powerful role as a drama teacher, <laughs> but he's an idiot. Oh, that, that, I, I don't understand how the Trudeau family allowed him to live. Fidel Castro's his dad. I mean, that I think that's that's where it was. He said, "Listen, we're going to come bomb Canada if you kill that kid. <laughs> he's my son." I, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I mean, as a human being, he's not very bright. No. And I I don't understand. Um, people make fun of George W. Bush. Oh, he's not very smart. Well, actually, he is. Um, he doesn't know how to communicate very well. Yeah. His facial expressions are, are horrendous, <laughs> yeah. like his mom. Yeah. You know? yeah. His facial expressions make him look like a doofus. But he gets that you know, muscular structure in his face from his mother. Yeah. You know, his dad was always scowling and serious because he used to be the director of the CIA and he knows a bunch of horrible crap. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> you know, and Jeb got that from George, but, you know, poor old uh, GW was like, you know, I just mm -hmm. don't know how to communicate how smart I am. Yeah. Well. And, and then a, he, a he could not... He did his dad a solid, he thought, by hiring some people that he shouldn't have hired. Mm. <laughs> Dick Cheney. 
Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that's Obama's strength is he was an, he's an incredible orator. Oh, my like, God, yes. Like, I don't agree with what half of the stuff he says, but when I watch him speak, I'm like, I want to follow this man. Well, some of the greatest... <laughs> um, some of the greatest speakers of the 20th century, you know, uh, Winston Churchill, Hitler, yeah. Yeah. Kennedy, Obama, Ronald Reagan, yeah, Clinton, Obama, yeah, and I'm sure, oh, Margaret Thatcher, but eh, you know, yeah, I respected yeah. her, but yeah, mm. there were some things there, yeah. <clears throat> Yep. I, and I'm very curious about some things with Margaret Thatcher and surprised that they've never come to light. Mm. There must be, she, oh, you know, whatever, you know, there was some stuff there because um, as prime ministers go, Britain kind of chews them up and spits them out sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. But not her. Yeah, that's true, hey? Even after she just royally hosed the Falklands situation. Because that whole fiasco was directly her fault. Yeah, I wasn't familiar. Like Why it ended the way it ended. Not whether or not they should have. You know, I'm not part of the Commonwealth. I don't know all the facts that they knew. So I can't say whether they should have done what they did or not. What I know is the military was hogtied by Margaret Thatcher. Mm. Um, I know that. So. Mm. You know, they had the Desert Storm. Did you ever see the collector cards, like baseball yeah. card? I had one of her. So they had political figures, uh, all the players, plus our favorite ones where they have a card of the weaponry, the vehicles, the planes. Um, and I got big into it, man. I had some, but I remember I had a, a card of her, Margaret Thatcher, and I was like, eh, eh, whatever. That wasn't cool to me back then. I'd rather have, like, the, the, the different, you know, rifles and... All that stuff. Nah, crazy times, eh? Yeah. Oh, well, we could probably end it right there, hey? Sure. I uh, I got to jump on, well, 15 minutes I have a conference call with an advertising agency, I guess. They want to, I got to link them up somehow to my YouTube analytics so that they can see them. I'm kind of like, I don't know. The way I do it now is I just do my reporting. So there's a spreadsheet. I just type in how many views, how many this, how many that, blah, 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 and then share it with them. It's a Google Doc. And so I just got to see what they have to say because I'm not interested in letting anyone else access my YouTube account. It's like, no, 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 no. That's not how this works. So I'll Can see what they, they use say. the other site? Social Blade? Yeah. Uh, that, but that doesn't break down stuff like Canadian views. Oh. Okay. And that's what they want. Yeah. They want to see the Canadian views the view duration on videos and it's a lot of work for me to report like probably every month <clears throat> it probably takes me half an hour to fill a report which i know it's not a lot of work but a half an hour of filling paperwork for me is like <laughs> that's that's the biggest thing i do paperwork related but yeah we'll see what they have to say but well, uh yeah man. yeah thanks that was a good conversation todd oh absolutely maybe next week i have some more information about the truck yeah that'd be good and I think we're oh, going to um, another protest this weekend, so I'm going to take some video footage of it. Cool. Yeah. Freedom rally. Yeah, we need more of that. Peaceful. Mm -hmm. Peaceful. Yeah. And exactly. for the right thing. Yeah. Freedom for everyone. Yep. Not a not a race, not a color, not a creed, not a gender. 
for everybody. Yeah. Because until we put away labels, we're not an us. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. And I think the government, that's what they've always been trying to do. That, you know, they love that. And it's like the vaccinated, the unvaccinated, where you drive a wedge to their we're the racists, I'm misogynist because I'm unvaccinated. And he's just, and now everybody's fighting. We're getting together and being like, this isn't about the vaccine. This is about freedom. And it's a freedom rally, you know. Canadians need to be Canadians first. Americans need to be Americans first. Yeah. And then we can be best buddies. Yeah. And then we can turn our um, attention southward and, you know, take over taco land. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. get rid of the cartels. Yep. Yep, it's good. It's and then we can turn our um, attention to Holland and get rid of mayonnaise. <laughs> You're wrong, Todd. <laughs> right on. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. And uh, you can show your support by going and, and buying a jar of mayonnaise. And then <laughs> send a picture of it to Todd. <laughs> That go farther than a rating or a review. That's that's how you can support our channel. And it will get you blocked faster than calling me um, a name. Uh, I meant to just hit the end button right there so you couldn't get anything in. <laughs> Canceled Todd's comment right on the show. Right on. All right. We'll talk to you all, all next time.